Hey everyone, it is Sean and Dave here from Saturday Morning Cartoons. We want to thank the following people for going to patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Cartoons and supporting our show. So a huge thank you to Derek Haynes. Dr. Jason Woods. Jamal Newman. Melanie Harker. Allison Keene. The one and only Sean Paul Ellis. And the amazing Dave Trumbor. Oh, thank you so much. Now, it might sound kind of weird that we are thanking some familiar people and ourselves in this list, but we want to let you listeners out there know that we are not just asking you to support us through Patreon. We are actually putting our hard-earned dollars uh, into the show as well. So we just want to say thank you to those who have supported. And for anyone who can't but would like to help that, help out the show in some way, feel free to share our Patreon page within your social media circles. It would really help a lot. So thank you, guys. We appreciate you going to patreon.com slash Cartoons to sponsor and support our podcast. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoons, the weekly podcast that revisits, reviews, and ridicules some of the world's weirdest animated series. Coming to you from Strawberry Land, I'll be your co-host, Dave Trumbor. Joining me as always, our very own Barry Prince, it's Sean Paul Ellis. How's it going, sir? Uh, royal David, sir? David. David, 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 I'm doing well, buddy. How about yourself? Thank you for gracing us with your royal presence. It's really an uh, honor to have you on the show. No problem. I have brought a gift from my Barry Patch. Yeah. Yeah, it's a night to the I mean, show. I so brought, brought, a, brought a gift from my berry patch. I have brought Melanie Harker to the show. Oh, hello. I don't, I don't know what what's happening. Right? I don't know what's happening either. <clears throat> but I like it. It's amazing. <laughs> what was that? Too cute? Too cute for you? Not enough cute, cute on this show. You gotta take the cute down by like 10%. 10% less cute. It'll be okay. We have also had a lot of cute on this show. Mm. We have done... We had Allison Keenan a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago to be able to talk about MLP. Super cute, super cute. Yep. Both the guests and the show. Even on, yeah, yeah. You were even on last week to be able to talk about Captain Planet. Yeah, but Captain Planet's not cute. To some, he might be. I don't know, Mel. Some, he might. Guys, look up Captain Planet's sexy Halloween costume <laughs> no. for a real surprise. Just look up no. Captain Planet abs and tell me that it's not <laughs> the cutest thing you've ever seen. Ooh. <laughs> really? You don't, you don't like those like blue diamond abs? That's not a thing you're into? Yeah, it's not. A, They're not. I'm look, not the dude can it. pull off a midriff. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, if I know anything from last week's episode, it was you just staring at Gaia's uh, ample bosom. Yeah, well, t- she had a big, she got big tits, you guys. What are we going to do about That's that? That's Mother Earth. I mean, what are you going to do? That's yeah, actually where do? I was the entirety of the episode. I kind of forgot to tune in. I was so distracted. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Guys, we're talking strawberry shortcake tonight. Good segue from, from yeah. Creepy Town to Little Kid Show. <laughs> Uh, for anybody who's unaware, uh, Strawberry Shortcake is a brand character now owned by DHX Media, originally used in greeting cards. The Strawberry Shortcake properties also include a toy line in the characters, friends, and pets, as well as television specials, animated television series, and films. The original design of Strawberry Shortcake and her cat, Custard, was done in 1979 by Muriel Farian during her time as a greeting card illustrator at American Greetings Juvenile and Humorous Card Department. I love that. Which, I want to work yeah, there. Yeah, seems like such a fun place. Uh, during the 1980s, Strawberry Shortcake became a huge fad for young girls throughout the United States. There were six television specials starring Strawberry Shortcake. Nelvana produced the three most recent specials, including the 1995 special Strawberry Shortcake, 
meets the Barricans, which is what we have watched tonight. Now, I'm actually confused. I thought this was like a straight up series. I didn't realize it was just a series of specials. Same. That's exactly what I was confused about. Yeah. And I think that it's interesting because the specials are so long, or I would consider it like 30 minutes unstopped yeah. is like a pretty long yes. episode. Yes, I would agree. Sure. I would 100% agree mm-hmm. with what you just said. Oh, my God. But I just think it's interesting because I, I, I thought it was more than one in my mind. And then upon further reflection, after I watched this, I did realize that I think I watched the Big Apple special as well that they had. Um, but it was, again, like it was just something that my mom pre-taped for me and that she would just put the tape in and watch. So I don't think I ever watched anything live, or at least I wasn't watching that live specifically. Okay. Yeah. Slash, I'm not really sure how she even taped it, but you know what? <laughs> Lessel is a scientist. I feel like so. a lot of these were probably either like holiday specials or just like tied into something else too. I, I, have, I have no clue. But what, what I think is interesting is, and Sean mentioned that this character is currently owned by DHX Media as of like only a month or so ago, not even really. There were a lot of like litigation things and, and rights deals going back and forth. I find it fascinating to see since 1979 where strawberry shortcake has gone so this poor kid she started with american greetings went to kenner products to thq to bandai to playmates toys to hasbro to the bridge direct whatever the hell that is what is that back again to american greetings they kind of they had like rights to the characters but they leased out licensing rights for toys over the years back to iconics brand group who bought bought all the rights from uh american greetings and now to dhx media so this thing has been like handed all over the place for the last almost 40 years. And it's kind of crazy that we could see yet another iteration of it. Gotcha. John. Oh, it just, I feel like nobody wanted strawberry shortcake. And so over the last, you know, several decades, she's just been passed around to everybody. Go fuck yourself, Sean. What? No, I'm not. Escalation. I'm being, I'm being serious. That kind of sucks. I mean, this, I'll be honest. I think that the problem is that everybody wants strawberry shortcake because she's so damn cute Agreed. and smells so good. Agreed. I think, they don't, I think they didn't know what to do with the property because they've tried. There was like a reboot in the 90s. There was a reboot in like the early 2000s and now in like 2013. And now it looks like another one. So it's weird to see these properties that started as like greeting card characters uh, for the what humorous and juvenile department of whatever it was. Uh, juvenile delinquent department. Juvenile delinquent department of American greetings cards. Yes. Um, but I just I don't think they know what to do with it in a modern setting now there's a lot you can do if you look at something like uh, hanazuki which is a, a hasbro property that's original but they've done really really well with like little uh, little kids toy marketing they've done really well with that somebody in a, in a spot like that could figure out something else to do with strawberry shortcake i don't know how it's going to change but they can figure out something to do i think it's also interesting to start with a property that it's its original intent intent was just to be adorable like yep. there was no story behind her and then they had to oh my god sean and then they had to figure out kind of like what is the story behind her and i feel like um this is my thread through this episode is that in strawberry shortcake meets the berrykins Mm -hmm. i think that there's a real argument to be made about the the role model that strawberry shortcake and her friends are for young girls and i think that they do a really great job of that in here which I'll talk about a little bit later on, and that that's a like a modern day message that we should just keep rolling with. And I don't really know what, like, I don't know what modern Strawberry Shortcake looks like, except that she is stupid looking, because I'm impartial to the toys that I had as a child. Um, but yeah, I don't know why they didn't just 
keep on what they had. So I've got two follow-ups to that. Yes. I'm very curious to know what you think the lessons or the takeaway were from this. I don't, I don't need that information now. I, I, I'm excited to get it later. I'm ready. Uh, throughout the discussion. Uh, but then you have such an affinity for this property, which, as we've noted, has been literally everybody's had their hand in it at some point in time. And that's that's great. You know, it's been rebooted, you know, almost every decade for a newer, younger audience. But you're automatically dismissing the fact that there's up to a 2013, possibly an upcoming reboot that they have because of your attachment to a character from the 80s. I'm going to say straight up that when I was looking for episodes, Mm -hmm. I was watching bits because I honestly couldn't remember what it was called. Like I have very distinct and yet fuzzy memories of like what it was but as soon as i started watching the beginning of this special i was like this is the one the other ones are a little weird i'll put it i'll just i'll admit that Rel- a little relative strange. to this in the way that like i don't think strawberry shortcake has much of a personality mm. in the other specials and i don't know i couldn't i can't speak to what her personality is now in the modern reboots okay but what i will say is that the way that she's exemplified here is the way that I remember her, and in fact, is better than what I remember, and has a point to it. Man, that I I'm c- really, I'm very curious to see what <laughs> what comes yeah. of this discussion. But people, people, if you don't know what this particular special was about, hold on, because here we go. So, in this <laughs> of the sixth specials in the mid '80s, uh, this one sees Strawberry ridding Strawberry Land of a strange, horrible-smelling purple cloud. Remember horrible smelling. We'll come back and touch on that uh, definition as well. Ridding this horrible smelling purple cloud with the help of her new friends, the Berry Princess, and her helpers, the Berrykins. Uh, Strawberry Shortcake meets the Berrykins featured the first and only animated appearance of new friend Banana Twirl and the Berry Princess, mystical guardian of the sprite-like Berrykins. Strawberry's friends Blueberry Muffin, Raspberry Tart, Lemon Meringue, and Lime Chiffon were all featured in this special. Mint Tulip, who was produced as a Berrykins doll, did not appear in the special, but yeah, she still got the marketing anyway. There are other characters, and we'll talk about them in a little bit coming up here, but first, let's jump into the theme song. Now, a little bit of a clarification here. This theme song is not technically from this special, but it's kind of the only one that we found that is, it introduces people to the quote-unquote world of Strawberry Shortcake. What'd you guys think? First impressions. This is what I'm saying. This, this was not good. This is a bad theme song. Okay. I don't it was know. Real was this from bad. another special or was just this like a random commercial? I think for it was stuff, from or? the first special that, that would they make had. Sense. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Because when, I, I, when we replayed it or whatever the link was that you sent out, yeah. I remembered being like, what the fuck is this <laughs> horrible thing? Because I remembered the music being good and like sung by a woman and not by a weird dude and bad oh. chorus of dude. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doos. Doo-doo-doos. Well, I thought, I thought you were going to say not sung by a creep-ass pedophilic son. We need to get into this son and what he's about, because I don't think uh, we should be near kids. You straight up talk about two scoops of raisin son? Yeah, but he didn't have sunglasses, so he's not cool. Oh, not Raisin Bran son. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. it's not Wait. really. I really wanted there to be a serial tie-in. Maybe it's like his cooler brother or like his cool son or something, but his son's son, but not this guy. I'm fact. I'm fact-checking that. I think Raisin Bran's son ha- does not have sunglasses. I thought he had sunglasses at some point. Maybe he got in, like, 90s uh, Ray-Bans or something. Guys, regardless of the direction that we go in in this argument, all right, 
Did he have sunglasses? He did not have sunglasses. Okay, he right. never had sunglasses. But the guy had verifying. Two, the guy had two scoops, important. though. He had two scoops to be able to pick up all the raisins. He super had two and scoops. dump them in. He sure did. Listeners out there, yeah. tell me if I'm crazy. I tend to be crazy on the show and just make shit up because I'm fake news. <laughs> but like, was there not a son with sunglasses at some point, whether he had two scoops or not? This is a Berenstein Bears matter. It is. It is. Oh man, I just had this, this conversation in Austin. That's insane. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I will vote say yes this, or no. Uh, sunglasses or no? Go ahead, John. <laughs> I'll say this about the theme song. Uh, it's extremely redundant. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show has a large cast of characters, and you sort of get a little bit of a glimpse. You, you, get, you definitely get exposure, and you see who some of these characters are. You don't necessarily get a roll call right. in terms of understanding who they are, which is a little bit annoying because, again, you know, if this is, a, this is a theme song that is leading you into a show where it's trying to get you to buy greeting cards and or the toys that are specifically for it. And so maybe just a, maybe just a little thing up there, just a little title card that kind of says exactly what the names are for some of these, these different characters so that, we, so that we know. Something would be uh, nice. But yeah, but at, s- at that point, you've already been, this is a sixth special. Maybe not for that first one. For the first one, there definitely should have been something, unless you're going to meet them in the special itself. Sure. But for the sixth one, they don't even have a theme song. They just jump right into this shit because they're like, you already yeah. know who these people are, so let's just get into it. Go ahead, Mel. And, and we'll, we'll note throughout <clears throat> the entire episode when we talk about it that there are songs that happen throughout. But I'll say specifically just for this theme song, uh, and this is something that after we have all listened to this together, we can agree upon. There are a lot of moments of it that are sung out of key. Uh, the redundancy yeah. of... You know, she goes to bed every night in a, in a, what was it? A house made of house strawberries. Made of strawberries, yep. In a house made of strawberries. She wakes up every day in a house made of strawberries. She does everything every day. She snorts cocaine every day in a house made of There's just a lot of stuff that she's doing in this house made of strawberries. And it, at some point it was like, yeah, this is, is, is this really all she is? Like at her core, is, is she just a strawberry or she's strawberry and she's also an interesting person? Because my takeaway from this was, just a strawberry, and that was it. I'm, I'm going to say strawberry short- she is a strawberry shortcake, whatever that means. But I'm going to say if there's hope for this thing to be rebooted in like the modern era, that hopefully they'll actually do something like that. Like they've done more recently with the My Little Pony stuff. We kind of talked about it a couple weeks ago, where they actually kind of treat them as like living, breathing beings, and they actually give them more to do than just be defined by whatever their design is. Uh, right. I will say, though, this... You know, this was meant for like little girls, so the repetitive nature of it is really no different from any of the like quote unquote boy shows that we watch where they just scream, you know Dinosaurs Exactly. And they thousand just scream times. the title I mean, over over and over. It's it's fine. It's part of the repetition. What I really love is a group of dudes getting together to sing a song where they don't give a shit about staying in tune <laughs> or matching each other's pitch and they're just like, We're one and done. We got our twenty bucks to record this shit and we're out. And we're done. I love that ballsiness of it. Anything else from the theme song, you guys? No. I, I will say the only thing is <clears throat> when they show her in her house, she just looks super lonely. There's like nobody else around. She's just. She's, she has all her friends. Yeah, but they're not in the, in the first uh, thing. So it's like, I don't know if I want to watch that. She's just like by herself. She's sweeping out the cake. She's an independent woman. And that's what we're going to get to in this episode. Okay, let's get to it. So uh, before we get to, <laughs> to anything of substance, Let's talk about the animation style briefly here. Now, remember, this is mid-80s from Nelvana. So if you've seen anything like, you know, the Mad Balls cartoon, My Pet Monster, I don't know, Care Bears maybe, or if you remember the Star Wars, Star Wars 
series, Droids and Ewoks. <laughs> and when I wrote Ewoks in my notes, it has an R in it, so I'm all over the place tonight. Oh, God. Ewoks. Uh, Rerocks. Rerocks. If you remember Star Wars Rerocks, then you'll remember the style of Nelvana. And it actually is pretty close to that of uh, Strawberry Shortcake, which I'm going to try real hard not to call Rainbow Bright because I keep getting confused in my brain. Mm. what do you guys think Although, of this style here yeah i would say i would say you're not wrong mm. that there's a the fact that rainbow bright is like a, a tunic um pinafore mm-hmm. dress with striped tights very similar so i can get where you're coming yeah. from with that today she'd be wearing um, a romper i think oh boy yeah Ugh. um i hate rompers uh I would say yes to Care Bears because they have that sort of, it's weird, like they almost have that kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What, Not like the rhombus, shape? The shape? Rhombus shape. Like it's like uh, spherical or I don't know what the... Like cheeky on the bottom, but then like narrow at the top, but then like how they have like big hair. Go on. I'm listening. Ow. No. I just punched myself in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think, that you, I think that you're right. I think the proportions in terms of their heads, because Care Bears kind of have like wider, mm-hmm. lower parts of their face, and then it sort of kind of bubbles up to the top with sort of like the cowlick or like the little bit of tufts of hair, depending on the Care Bear. The foof. Yeah, yeah the, the foof. little floof. Uh, strawberry Shortcake is sort of like that. It, it's very kind of like oval on the bottom and then sort of a circle that would be placed in sort of... It's a circle stacked on an oval is essentially what it is. It's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. it's like a little more cutesy and a little more doll-like than Peanuts. Sure. And, yeah. and, and definitely more you, like detailed put to it, yeah. But to your point for the Care Bears, I mean, definitely like the, you know, finding one or two, or actually three, uh, like really, really bright colors mm-hmm. for each character to help kind of distinguish them. I mean, if we were to say Strawberry Shortcake, the colors that come to mind are... Reds and pinks and green. A little she's green, got like white that. Green. She's yeah. got a little bit of green, that white and green for her socks, and she's mm. got like on the the berries. They have all like little leaves and stuff like that as like a little additional flourish. And so I feel like every single character that's on there has like those three really bright, bright colors. Mm-hmm. And I'd say it's actually it's really just one color, two shades, mm-hmm. and then a second color yeah. that sort of establishes, you know, who they are. Yeah. What's super fun... almost identical to Care Bear. What's super fun is when you're watching this show and you can see the lack of quality in the animation because some of the characters' color- colors will just change. <laughs> so I'm like, well, is this lemon or lime? I don't know who I'm looking at. Oh, and now they're purple, so I have no clue what the fuck's going on. So that's always <laughs> the fun. Best is, the best is always to remember that we're watching this on YouTube or on some streaming service. And so this is probably somebody's basement dub oh, yeah. that survived a flood and probably a fire. And they have now thankfully uploaded its YouTube for us to watch. With their so dying the quali- breath. Yeah. The- <laughs> Must get Berrykins out to the world. <laughs> thank you, Noble. I want to tell that person, thank you for your service. Thank you, Noble Sacrifice, yes. I am very pleased. The last, or uh, I mean, if there's more thoughts on the animation, but I think that the other part about Strawberry Shortcake is a franchise uh, that is, and in this partic- in this particular version of the animation style, is that for me this animation because this animation is different even looking from like what we saw in the theme song in those first couple early specials because the specials range from like eighty one and then this is eighty five eighty six or something yeah. so you got like a couple of years to to kind of play with the look of the animation from there but more importantly that Strawberry Shortcake is a franchise that hinges on smell as well as look so when i 
turned this on for the first time, I could immediately smell the smell of my strawberry shortcake doll. Cool. And it was like a little scary. Let's let's talk about that too, because all I really huffed back in the day was markers. I didn't have any toys that smelled. So tell me about these particular toys. So I had a lot of strawberry shortcake dolls of like strawberry shortcake and her pals. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any of the pets, but I had another friend who also had them. So we would like pull them together and, and we would all play with them. But they they smelled. Um, I don't really know how to explain this, but there's it, like it a was kind like of baked into the plastic almost, right? It was baked into the hair. Oh, interesting. So the hair smelled like whatever scent, like strawberry shortcake's hair is what gave it that strawberry smell. But more importantly, like the plastic that was used in like I, the only thing I can think of is like a puppy puppy and kitty surprise. I don't know if you guys had those toys. They were like. They were like a, it was a, a dog or a cat or a cat and it had like a little pouch and then it ha- made babies come out and you didn't know how many you were going to get. Yes. It was like three I, or yeah, four yeah. or I five. Do I wish surprise. I kind of didn't, but yeah, I do remember that. So puppy and kitty surprise. I had both. I had puppy and kitty surprise. <laughs> just had folders um, of both. I just love that it's a toy that's just like, you deliver them. We're the pound and we're fucking done with yeah. it. You deliver it that. Trains also, you, they're your responsibility. It trains you how to run a puppy mill. It's great. It trains you how to run a puppy mill. Yeah, pretty much. But the plastic on those toys in their faces smelled very specifically. Like they were kind of sweet. I don't really know how to explain like it. Like a newborn puppy. Like a new... Uh, you, anyone <laughs> out there that knows what I'm talking about, please tell me that these motherfuckers are crazy. Because so strawberry shortcake, the plastic of those dolls also smelled the same. And so like when I think about the smells of like strawberry shortcake and raspberry tart and like lemon chiffon, like they all smell to me like a combo of those two things. But yeah, it was all in their hair. I think I would have like super huffed on banana twirl, but I I don't remember if I had any any toys that had smells to them. Go ahead, Sean. I don't. Uh, Just as a a really quick disclaimer, uh, everybody here at Saturday Morning Cartoons podcast does not endorse puppy mills. Uh, anytime we say the word puppy mill, we would ask that you think about puppies working at a mill producing high quality parchment. To the powerhouse theme song. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't think they made a banana twirl doll. Damn it. It's the I one I would have got. Hold, hold on. Why are, you so, uh, why are you so interested in a banana twirl, Dave? I just love, yeah, I Dave. love, I love artificial banana stuff. Are you serious? <clears throat> yeah, runts. If I... I would separate oh, you, the bananas out. I know I'm a weirdo, oh, and I'm fine with disgusting. it. You are I'm fine with it, though. So you're a heathen. That's cool. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I sacrifice to the banana gods. I don't know what the problem is. Banana's <laughs> also a berry we learned out earlier today. Oh, my God. So many berries that we were mm-hmm. unaware are berries. It's now a little... It's freaking us out a little yeah, bit a little over bit. here. Kiwis, pomegranates. I fact-checked. I was wrong. You can buy a banana twirl doll. We're going to get you one for your birthday. How, what are we, where are we at on the uh, sun with the sunglasses? I think it was the Family Guy skit that screwed me up. There's no, there's no Raisin Bran sun with sunglasses. There's a Family Guy skit with a Raisin Bran sun and he has sunglasses and it screwed me up. Cool. Oh, okay. Yep. Inception. Cartoons within cartoons. <laughs> Cartoon Inception. Yeah. All right. So the only other thing I'd say about the animation style, I really want to talk more about what everything smelled like, but that's for another time, I guess. Um, the, de- the detailed backgrounds to everything were actually pretty good, but they were kind of your typical, like, we're going to paint this one background, we're going to use it a shitload of times, and it's never going to move. So we're just going to move everybody in front of it, but it's going to be like a super cool, like detailed background that everybody moved in front of. But it was pretty typical for the time. Do so you guys want to talk about these characters now? Yeah, let's get yeah, into let's these characters, it. man. Can we please start with this creepy-ass son? Yeah, 
What do you want? Does anyone else find him creepy? What do you want to say about him? I I didn't find him creepy. I just kind of felt him. I, I felt like he was sort of segueing into a breakfast cereal commercial. And for two seconds, I thought, oh, am I watching the wrong thing? And then I wanted to eat cereal. Obviously. So so I don't find him creepy at all because my childlike brain at the at the time I was watching Strawberry Shortcake, I was as Saturday morning cartoons listeners may know, I love Rankin Bass mm-hmm, movies. Right. And in every Rankin Bass special, there's always a narrator of some kind who's like, oh, hello, didn't see you there. Right. Let's, like take a, let's take a journey here. Yeah, so, you did, Burl Ives. You yeah. fucking saw it's me It's usually like a, like a super grandfatherly snowman, though, not like a creep-ass, pervy sun in the sky. I, well, let's, let's break right, this let's, down let's, let's break what, this. About, what about the sun let's, is pervy? I'll, I'll give it to you right here. So okay. listeners out there, close your eyes for a second unless you're driving. John Hilter, please don't. Uh, and just picture the sounds of just like little girls just like giggling in the background. Just, yeah, just like giggling little girls. <clears throat> and as that's continuing, you see the sun in the sky and he goes, Mmm, that smells good. All those sweet berries just bursting with juiciness. They're mighty hard to resist. You're just in time. Strawberry Shortcake and all her friends are getting ready for the garden party. The celebration of all the berries in the world fucking creepy am i right if, if i'm wrong tell me but fuck like allison and i were sitting there just like watching the intro and my face was just like contorting with like oh just disgust and she was like i wish i would have had a video on you because that was great <laughs> it was real fucking say, creepy, dude i mean i will say the content of the message when taken out of context mm-hmm. is absolutely 100 percent creepy super creepy but for the, for the introduction, as we've mentioned, the thing that's difficult about this particular special is that there is no introduction. Right. There is no kind of gentle hand to guide you into Strawberry Shortcake's world and what she's doing. And so having that son kind of provide that segue into, and set that context and say, hey, this is, the, this is what they're doing right now. And there's whole bunch of berries down there so go check them out right <laughs> check out just those like, girl uh, berries just go check Look, out these if, girl if berries you've already seen him five times before in the earlier specials and he shows up on all the greeting cards and he's probably on the back of all the like toy packaging and whatnot it's fine it's fine Yo, but he, it's just for but me he, it was just like he, hearing that and then all the girls giggling in the background it was creeping me the fuck out i thought i had like a weird dub from like a weirdo fan <laughs> in his basement if he was wearing like a trench coat and like top like if he was an incognito mode browser icon and he was just like what's up with those girls down there those berries bursting with flavor i'd be like yeah that's some creepy fucking shit but i think for this same given the fact that they're trying to guide you into the show without any theme song and just how wholesome and innocent this is i'm gonna go not creepy on this fine thank you i'm a vote creepy uh what other characters stood out to you guys because we had like a dozen characters that well actually more we had almost 20 uh if you count all the little little critters Uh. Christ. What stood out to you guys? So I, of course, uh, love strawberry. Mm-hmm. Um, or s- strawberry. Strawberry. Which is how um, the son says strawberry's name. <laughs> strawberry shortcake. So creepy. Uh, so we've got, I love her. Um, Orange Blossom, also a standout role for me. Uh, I think she's a real, she's, she's kind of got it together, but then sometimes sh- the shit falls. Like her orange fell out of the tree. Did she? And then was, did she do anything? I had a tough time keeping track of who was doing what. She, she, yeah, she was. She was trying to get the 
orange out of the tree to put into the cornucopia for its offering for the garden party. Okay. All right. We got that. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> a couple standouts for me yeah. is a blueberry muffin or, or blueberry hindsight. What did, what uh, did blueberry had, hindsight do? She didn't do shit until suddenly okay, it starts raining. It starts raining pizza rain, and she gets out a calculator and punches in a bunch of buttons. Now, I had, I had that as plum pudding. I thought that was plum was pudding. Was that plum pudding? Yeah, it was plum pudding. That was plum pudding. So yeah, blueberry muffin didn't do shit. Plum... Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, I'll be honest with you. Again, just the quality of the video that we're it watching. She seriously looked blue no. and not purple. I, I did have to verify. I had to look up multiple really poorly written synopses across multiple sites. Uh, so oh my, my browser God. history so is real pudding? suspect right yeah. now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was plum pudding. Because plum, she it was, was he or she... They've actually she, changed. They're all she. But they've actually changed gender for that character. I thought over the years they have over time. Yeah. But in this in this show, they're all girls okay. on purpose, except for one okay. one nasty dude and the creepy son. Uh, mm-hmm. Plum pudding. I'm pretty sure put something on a table at the beginning to help decorate, and that's why Strawberry was like, "Oh, thanks, plum pudding." That's why I was like, "Oh, the okay, music. plum pudding." She brought the music. The music. Along. Okay, so plum pudding aces. You brought music. And then you got your calculator out to tell us when this like acid rain cloud is going <laughs> to drop its foul smelling substance. Okay, cool. Yeah. So who else? You got? Then we got your girl, Banana Twirl. Yeah. She, I remembered her very distinctly yeah. because she didn't look like other strawberry shortcake dolls because she was so athletic. And because they straight up introduce her like this is the new girl and her name's Banana Twirl and we're never going to talk to her again for the next 25 minutes. Yep. And hey, where do you get all of your energy? Cocaine. Okay. <laughs> I hide it inside you bananas. Some cocaine. <laughs> I do love artificial bananas. I can smell it right now. Anybody else stand out? Really, really, no. I mean, this this cast of characters. I mean, we have this this Berrykins princess. Yeah, the Barry princess, princess, princess. Barry princess. princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she stands out. She's and got a bunch of lines. They talk to her often. She looks human. She's got yeah, little and to no personality. And the strawberry Berrykin. Oh, all is... the Berrykins are so cute. All the Berrykins are the fucking best. They want to fuck with everybody, and they're adorable. That was my that was the end of my thought. Oh, okay, well, I thought we I were just, going for somewhere. Any, well, no. For anybody who's who's listening to this and thinking we have strawberry shortcake mm-hmm. and we have this this cast, uh, we have so far this is what we've got: mm-hmm. got creepy son, yep. got a bunch of girls yep. that are all in berry related and themed costumes and clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're setting up for a garden party. Got a bird that brings a record. Mm-hmm. Got a cat that's probably doing something named Custard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was getting high on a, life at one point in the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. Got a, a really, really high energy uh, new girl mm-hmm. who's related to, to a banana. Yeah. Great. Uh, suddenly, there's this moment where these, these berries appear, and then these berries are like human popples where they all of a sudden turn into what looks like tinier little versions of the the different berry girls that are in they're this ba- place. They're baby berries. They're baby berries? They're, berry they're super berry. cute, but for a little context, we're kind of going to fold in plot and, and character here. So for context, the girls are having this garden party. It's a celebration of all things fruit and berries. They introduce banana twirl, and then they say, okay, it's time for the berry hunt, and they have to go find the, quote, berry berry best berries. Uh, to bring to the party. So everybody goes out and finds, I'm assuming, their own best berry and brings them back. Lo and behold, the next night, uh, or the next morning, rather, when everybody's getting ready to come back and, and party, all those berries are on their doorsteps. 
So they bring them all back together, and that's when Princess shows up, and that's where these berrykins disturbingly hatch out of, like, popples that you did not expect. It would be like biting into an apple and having a Cabbage Patch doll fall out. Like, it was very disturbing to me. I did not expect it. We can't, we can't not talk about the songs, though. I just want to make sure we don't forget the song. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Damn it. Um, uh, I, I, I will say this. If, as we segued into the first song, the, the number and amount of times that people had said Barry mm. within a very short period, I looked at Melanie and I said, you know what? Say Barry one more fucking time. And then it jumped into like a Barry song. I was like, God, oh, come it's on. It's no wonder there are people in this land that have like had their fill. They're done. They're over it. I just want to exterminate <laughs> all things Barry. No one's had it, had it done with the berries. Mm. They want to take those berries and want to use them for their own purposes. They want to shake the Whoa. scent out of them. They want to shake them yeah, scentless. Sh- Oh, uh, wasn't my line. Uh, wasn't my line that was in the show. Yeah, I know. It was pretty good. Uh, you want to talk about yeah. songs? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's get into that first song because that's about where we're at. So the first song is when they're picking their very best, very very best berry. Yep. Um, and you get a good see for me. That's like the roll call song because you kind of see a little bit of everybody. It's close, yeah. And they're you know they're they're shining up the blueberries and they're taking a look at the peaches and picking the perfect peach, which again, like fruit, looking at the fruit and the animation style, I'm like, I can immediately smell all of these yeah. things. Like it's, that's so genius to marry like the visual and the sensory really in that way. Like he, that's how a, an adult like me doesn't forget a fucking doll like strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Sense yeah. memory I mean, is really strong. Yeah. That old factory, as soon as I saw these characters and I, I think I had a cousin who who had a couple of these, and it just it made it immediately made me think of those scented markers I was that we say, all had growing what up. What a what a parental uh, misstep on that point. Just like yeah, here you go, kids. These markers smell like cool stuff. Just I'm just gonna walk out of the room and you do whatever you need to do. Just up the shit out of those markers. I almost feel like this is somebody who was like, oh man, so parents are really cracking down on all this marker sniffing. So we'll put it in dolls. <laughs> and they're like, what? Okay. Yeah. Smart. Do we know when those markers came out? I really don't. They might have been around like, forever. Generations have been huffing these markers. It <laughs> 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 explains a lot. So we start with that song, mm-hmm. which gives a good idea of everybody. That's a fun song, then, too. It introduced me to the fact that, like, yeah. oh, there's going to yeah. be songs every five minutes in this. Okay, cool. Which I feel like as a child, I always tended to gravitate towards sure. the, the cartoons that had musical elements like that, having a very musical childhood and also loving stuff like Rankin Bass did the same yep. thing. They had tons of music in their, in their episodes too, or in their uh, specials. So then we go and Strawberry Shortcake's in her room, uh, you know, the, the morning of um, the garden party. Yeah. And she's sort of like reflecting on who she wants to be when she grows up and like who she could, you know, everything about her and like the aspirations that she has and the way that they're embodying that is in her hair. So she's like imagining that like when you get older and you mature more, your hair is longer and like you can wear longer dresses. But when you're younger, you have short hair and wear short dresses. Now, here's my first question for you. I like the way that you explained it. Your explanation sounds a lot better than their execution, personally, to me. Yep. However. This was a fun music video was, full well, of first it was delightful little, it was little, 80s references. Yes, there's a lot of 80s references. It was like a weird, slow-walking, trippy kind of like model strut. But I'm, I'm going to ask, and I'm asking. I'm not trying to like state my position one way or the other. 
Do you think that that is a good message to tie everything to physical appearance? Or do you think that it's okay for this time and place because it's a simple way to kind of get the message across the kids that like, it's okay to not be sure about who you are and what you want to be when you grow up. I think that what they're trying to do with her looking in the mirror is literally there. It's a reflective song. So she's reflecting and as a sort of like narrative element, she's looking into a mirror, looking at herself, picturing herself in, in other, other shoes that she could be fitting into. Right. Like, um, just like Mulan. Just like Mulan. Just like Mulan. Just like Mulan. And, and saying that, like, when I... I'm trying to see if I wrote down any of the lyrics. Um, oh, I did. Okay. What does my so reflection weird. show? No, that's... No, that's not. I'm sorry. But, no. but so they, they have all these lyrics about, like, that she can sort of, like, when she grows up, she can be kind of whatever she wants to be. And she's, you know dancing she's a ballerina but she's also like a break dancer i think it's just like if you if you do it visually in a way that's like you could be this or you could be that it's not so much about like you could be wearing all these cute clothes but it's like think of all the different kinds of people you could be and all the options that are in front of you and then like if you visualize yourself as that it's a good driver like i know for me there was a brief period of time in which i wanted to be a ballerina and so i would like think about myself in the tutu and all that stuff and then I didn't I fucking hated it and I quit ballet forever and then you know the next thing was like really acting took up a a lot of my time Mm -hmm. and I you have to visualize yourself like I'm gonna be on this stage there's gonna be people who are clapping for me and I'm gonna be playing all these roles and it's gonna be so much fun but it's all about visualizing your success so this is kind of what that's getting at but in a very simplistic uh 80s uh neon kind of a way I guess maybe my question is then if they're trying to simplify it for like really young kids, then it's weird to have lyrics in there. Like I'd like, I can't remember what they are specifically, Sean, but something to the effect of like, I'd like to be presentable or something, but I'd also like to be wild. And I'm like, that's a weird thing for like a six year old to say. Kind of. There was some, the land, there was some juxtapositions in terms of like her desire. And I mean, like, I, I guess maybe it is something where she was like, I want to have it all. And I sure. and maybe, and like on, on, maybe that's not a bad way yeah. of looking at these like things. Like any given I day, say, I want, maybe want to be something different. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't say that she wants to have it all. She wants to try it yeah. all. And I think that for me is what the message was of the song was like, I want to be able to try out being like a cool, like a cool office worker, but then also being like a crazy break dancer. And then like also being a geisha, which is probably not something little girls would want to be. She wears the kimono at one point. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is this, but... What's the age range here? What are we talking? Are we talking like going into high school and being sort of experimental? Are we talking going to college and being experimental? Or are you an experimental grade schooler? I don't know what, the, what they're trying to get across here. She's like 10. So it's like middle school. Oh, okay. She's getting ready for middle right. school. I, I just, uh, the thing that was challenging is the, the lyric, I want to look like who I want to be. That, it, yeah, it was like on that edge where it was like, I get what you're trying to do. But I'm worried yeah. that you maybe are sending the wrong message. But it's also 1985, and nobody really knows what they're doing yet. So, I mean, when you look at the fashion from 1985, you're just like, well, I mean, things are going to be interesting. Fair enough. I, I just kind of I agree with you, Dave. I think that the message is correct in terms of what they want to stress to young girls of that age. I just think for me, watching it now. The execution was really, really hard to watch. I think the fact that it worked for Mel, though, makes more sense than the fact that it didn't work for me. 
Sure. I think it makes sure. more sense I, that it worked for Mel as like a young girl than it works for me as a 34-year-old male. <laughs> I'd also say you guys were not the prime audience yeah. for this. Yeah. We were not. We're not even close to being the demo mm-hmm. for this show. No. Just because I stole those dolls and huffed them in the back alley does not make me the demographic for this show. Exactly. Oh my God. Can you believe a world where My Little in Pony was for? Mm-hmm. In a world where My Little Pony was specifically for young girls, sudden and now has been co-opted by adult men. What if the same thing happened with Strawberry Shortcake? What if it was like Strawberry Shortcake what would you call, magic? What would you call them? If they're not bronies, what would they uh, be? Strawberry, uh, you call berry them... Berry bros? Uh, berry bros. The berry bros? There you go. Berry bros. I'm okay starting bros. berry bros. Can cake bros? Cake bros is a whole cake other bros. thing. Cake bros is a totally different thing. It's going to be the war between the berry bros and the cake bros. <laughs> uh, I'm fine starting a berry bro contingent, though. I'm all right with that. Yeah. We'll see enough. what DHX Guys. Media does with this new version. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're not getting enough berries in your life, they're good for you, too. Real good for you. They're good for Speaking you. Speaking of... They're in season. They're super in they're season. always in yeah. season. Um, how do berries... Science question. How do berries get their delicious flavor and incredible fragrance? Oh, but Dave, that's from the Berrykins. Oh, yeah? Can you, like, maybe sing a song to explain how that works? I could, but I don't remember any yeah, of the same. words. She, she just says the types of berries a lot in a weird rapping rhyme kind of thing. Oh, yeah, the, she does. Yeah. Um, the berry princess, yeah. Yeah, she straight up is just like, it's my job to make sure that berries are fragrant and flavorful, and I'm assisted by the berrykins, and these little weird popples just run off into the, the berry forest, or whatever the hell, and just like spray their berry dust all over everything. And that is apparently how they get scent and flavor. It's just, it's, it's everything has some type of a, an adjective after yes. it. It's like, lemons are tart. And, you know, and you're just like, okay, cool. What's up next? Yeah, move, like, let's move on. Like, yeah, got it, Barry Princess. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, everybody seems to have already paired up. Uh, their strawberry shortcake and her friends have all paired up with their associative uh, fruit berrykins. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody seems to be pretty on board with this right from the get-go. It doesn't seem like there's any conflict. It's actually, it, that's interesting because the conflict comes in just a little bit when what is expected does not match what actually happens. And it's kind of an interesting thing to look at it and see that the Berry Princess is like very like following the rules, very order, um, respectful of order, and very, very regimented. Because she doesn't want bananas smelling like oranges and blueberries smelling like raspberries and all that kind of stuff. So the Berrykins have to know their specific place where they have to go. Otherwise, they're going to be, I don't know, put in the berry dungeon or something or pressed until their juice comes out. I have no idea how it works. <laughs> but <laughs> that's horrifying. It's horrifying. And I would make that toy. Anyway, um, <laughs> it reminds me of the Grape Escape. And now I'm thinking of the Grape Escape game. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is that that plays into the conflict, right? So we soon get introduced to the quote unquote villains of the piece uh, by the name of Sour Grapes and Peculiar Purple Pie Man. Mm-hmm. And they're really not like that nefarious. They just apparently want to make the world's best smelling scent. So they want to make the best selling perfume and presumably like sell it and get rich. But they're mixing weird shit like pizza and chocolate or like lasagna and pineapple. Like, I don't even know. They're just mixing a whole bunch of weird shit and they're pumping all these like crazy gases into the sky. Go ahead. At one point, Sour Grape uh, requests her bird to go out and get uh, a hamburger, like a, a triple, juicy double a triple, ham- yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she says, like, extra caramel. And I was like, what is, what are you guys doing here? These guys crazy. Like, yeah. I want to party with sour grapes and triple P. 
because they sound fun. Triple B. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can in their hot tub at the end there. Yeah, we can talk about that too. I wrote down what they smell like, and it was really kind of grossing me out. <laughs> oh yeah, the sexual tension in that scene was palpable. palpable. I I looked over at Mel and I was like, "What are they gonna fuck?" They are in that <laughs> in that purple well, then hot he, tub. She pushes she pushes his head down. Mm-hmm. Like get get into get it. Get to work. Kid show's over. It's time to get to work. <laughs> this took a very weird turn no, in this. It was show expected towards the very. This end. is what happens when the, the Berry Bros and the Cake Bros get together. Oh no! So we're we're hanging out with sour grapes and the peculiar purple pie yep. man, aka Perpy. Perpy, I'm gonna call him Triple P. Perp, perps, perps, McGurps. And then they're they're pumping this like gas cloud into the sky, right? So what happens mm-hmm. when you pump noxious gases into the sky? Eventually, they kind of like condense with everything else, and it rains. Normally, they'd be fine. Like, rain's good for the berries and everything else. It's got what plants crave. It's totally fine. The problem is, when the kids go around and they start, like, smelling all these berries that they collected, all the berries now smell like weird shit. And now... And this one smells like popcorn! I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. If I can get my nutritional value from eating berries, but it feels like I'm eating popcorn, totally fine with that. Stop harshing it. It's gonna be fine. There's a banana that tastes like pizza? I'm here for that. What's the problem? Yeah. So let's talk about that. What's the problem here? Where do we land on this side of the divide? Well, so as so, so we have this moment where they're all smelling that, and then the pets get super confused, right? And uh, Elderberry Owl is eating um, flowers that he thinks taste like marshmallows, which is well, yeah, but perfect, done. But those flowers probably not edible flowers. You probably shouldn't be eating. Good way to go. Also, also then the um, custard, Mm -hmm. custard the cat. Calico Cat mm. is uh, licking a lemon mm-hmm. that the, he thinks the lemon is catnip. High as shit, this cat. But well, camp is not high as shit because it's just the flavor. It's not actually what it's it is. It's mine, man. So then we sing the song. <laughs> yes, then we get yet another song. Sometimes things aren't what they seem. Sometimes things aren't what they seem. And I think this is a really good lesson to learn in general um, about identifying uh, you poisons know, in your smells food. and poisons. Smells and poisons. Interesting. It's a CO2, or not CO2, because it's a, it's a carbon monoxide cautionary mm-hmm. tale. That's why we make carbon monoxide smell like popcorn. So you're drawn to the scent, and then you go to sleep. Isn't that how it works? This is, no, that's, oh, not, that's not how that works. What? Sorry. That's not how that works. Oh. Is this, do you really think this is like a poison thing? Or I, I was hoping it would tie in yes. with like the... <laughs> yes. I was hoping it would tie in <laughs> with the overall message that they're trying to say. Like, you know, some things are not aren't what they seem to be what are, what are they trying to say are they saying like what you see are they saying what you see of me now is not who i actually am or will grow to be no 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 That's no it's, it, we're, go, we're talking about pollution so we're just right? straight up because, pollution and poison yeah we're just talking about pollution and poison. okay so if it looks like a That's grape, how it, ties it smells in. like a fish you probably shouldn't eat it yeah pretty much interesting it's a weird lesson switch to pull in the middle of this thing it's only 22 minutes long no, but they're well. They're, they're they've got a lot of stuff to cover, okay. And Strawberry Shortcake is is being a teacher in this moment because she takes on a lot of different roles, right? In in her world in Strawberry Land, at first she's an event planner. Sure. She's got her garden party to it's plan and make, has to make sure all the details are set in stone. And now she's a teacher and she's teaching the pets. She's like, line them up, pets, and we're gonna fucking learn something right now. And then she goes through and makes sure that they know. Don't eat something just because it smells good. All right, Zach Morris, time let's, out. Really let's quick. Tee it up. Can can you explain to me? I, I I just I need to know. I need to know what is the importance 
of a garden party. Like what? What is the? It's like, just for fun. What is the drive? Just like strawberry the, shortcake was created originally to be adorable, sometimes garden parties are just for fun, Sean. I, I guess I just don't understand the concept of a garden party. I just want to be clear for a moment. You want the only woman on the show right now to explain I, to you what a garden? Party well, because I, I believe that they're targeted at. Well, no, let me hear me out on this. I believe that they're targeted, and like I, and they're specifically for women. No. Okay. A garden party is a party that happens in a Trump garden. literally just right. had a rose garden party not long ago to celebrate right, the death so like, of 23 million Americans. So I feel geez. like dudes, so dudes like, can have garden that, parties. I mean, guys, look, there was a whole song by Ricky Nelson called Garden Party, all right? Like, I, I understand the idea behind it, but why does it seem like every time we watch shows that are, are specifically demoed to young girls, they're just like, you have to have a garden a tea party, party or a, a slumber party. party. It's not like, yeah, or a slumber party. They can't do anything outside of that confine. Dudes get to have like I'm, punching I'm, parties and kicking parties. I'm more confused about you think that girls want to have more parties? Is that what you're No, I just, I don't understand. I, I, like, I, I, I've never been to a garden party before. Uh, I have never organized or thrown a garden we party should. before. Yeah, we should. Uh, I, I really, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, really, really garden should. party. Garden party. Uh, I guess I just don't I don't see the the allure of a garden party. We we were at a garden party. It was a wedding. Savage. Yeah, in a garden. Savage. It was a party. It's a celebration. A party. It was only the ceremony. There was no party that was actually Which there. Which berries no. got married is what I want to know. Yeah. Ooh, I'll tell you what. For the new, for the modern iteration of strawberry shortcake, there better be a mixed berry. If you know what I'm saying. Ooh, it gotta yeah. be a mixed berry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that episode. Well, they have like what is it like apple pears? The fuck is Isn't an apple pear? Isn't are there are there like there's like grapples like, or grapples whatever yeah, you want to call them? There you go, grapples. Mm-hmm. There's so, apples that, uh, that apple, taste like cotton berry. candy though too. And if I listen to this show, I should not eat them. Yeah, I'll say this is that where we've gotten with some of our fruits and vegetables and our understanding of fruits and veg or of fruits up to this point, we have certain fruits that taste like very different, drastic things. And this show is essentially telling us if it doesn't, if it, if you, if your preconceived notion and conception of what this is supposed to smell like doesn't match the taste, don't eat it. That's not what they're saying. She explicitly says, if you smell something that's unexpected, you should take a step back, look at the whole thing, and then make an assessment on whether or not it's something you can consume. Clear your nose with a little bit of Clorox. And then, you know, decide whether or not you want to do it again. Nope. What? This special was sponsored by Clorox, actually. It's kind of strange that that kind of worked out that way. Oh and God. Sephora. This week, we're sponsored by Sephora. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Get on that, Sephora. Yikes. Okay, so after this weird toxicology lesson, uh, we have the princess basically sending the berrykins off. Like, the rain has washed all these berries with some funk, right? So she's like, that's mm-hmm. fine. We'll fix it. Send the berrykins out to dust their stuff. Girls go... <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Girls go watch after them and make sure that, you know, everything's fine. Make sure they don't get, like, scooped up in a messenger bag from, like, a weird flying crow or anything. Anything, like, weird. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no, that's exactly what happened. So... I love that everybody kind of meets up back at this place called Porcupine Peak, which is the top of this like spindly Grinch-like tower, or I'm sorry, uh, mountain, mountain peak, whatever, uh, where the bad guys are, where the lab is, and everything kind of takes place there. 
I kind of feel bad for Triple P at this point because when the princess shows up, he's super smitten. He's just like, all right, hon, whatever you want. Just tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. Because he kind of lives with this like, I think she's fine. She's just kind of like sour and bitter all the time. She's probably tough to live with. Any comments? Yeah. No, I mean. <laughs> Let's get into the relationship of sour grapes and triple P. What's going on? Yeah, what, what is the, the bigger relationship that's there? Are they just coworkers, colleagues, the romance? There's no co. Sour grapes is running the show True. here. That's very mm-hmm. clear. And the purple pie man is her henchman. Okay. Is he? Is he straight up henchman? Yeah. I know at one yeah. point she's like, I wish he would be my silent partner. And he just stops talking completely, which is hilarious. But yeah, he's just straight up henchman? It. Okay. All right. He's just like a henchman. Fair enough. I mean, partnership is probably generous to make him feel better about himself. But honestly, he's just a henchman. Fair enough. Okay. Who has a little more power than, you know, than Sour Grapes maybe would he's, like. a, he's a pie man, though. I mean, he's just making pies, I guess. She's like actually trying to do something with her life. He's just making pies. Nothing, nothing wrong with making pies. But, you know. And, and scientific uh, machinery. Mm-hmm. Scientific machinery. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a giant salt shaker that can fit little little babies into it and shake their fucking essence yeah. out. So yeah. So basically that's what happens. So this crow, this berry bird, whatever they call it, brings the, the berrykins back. And they literally just collect them all in a giant, like Mel said, salt shaker. And shake the scent out of them until it makes like their perfect scent. But, I mean, through no really interesting means, Strawberry Shortcake and her little berrykin just kind of, like, bust the whole thing up and break everybody out, and they come back home. There wasn't really much to that. Uh, and meanwhile, Berry Princess hey. is, like, breaking up the clouds and making sure it doesn't rain on anything again. That's about it. Exactly. Yeah. I will admit that I, as soon as we were watching this and I saw the salt shaker, mm-hmm. that I had a flash moment where I took some of my dolls... <laughs> And put them into a jar. What? And pretended to shake their essence all like around my room. Like you just did this when you were watching it, or you did it when you were a kid? I don't know which is more disturbing, what? so be careful. Choose your own. Choose your choose own. Choose your own adventure. Interesting. Yeah. Oh man. I'd like shake it on my cat, so that gives you a context. I I don't have a cat. Smell that cat. So this all resolves itself with. Uh, we've got well, sour, we've got a sour sour P and a P three sour G and triple P. Yep. Yeah, sour G triple mm-hmm. P. Uh, flirting in a hot tub oh, full of yeah. uh, of weird scented water. Oh, it's got everything going there. Yeah. What do they smell like? Yeah. Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, it was... One of them smells like lasagna pudding. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Another one smells like lobster cupcakes, which actually sounds delicious to me. That sounds really sounds good. Sounds really I good. Hell out yeah. of that. I want some lobster cupcakes right now. All right, so yeah. after you have a garden party, Sean, you're the expert on this. After you attend a garden party, <laughs> what do you do afterwards? Uh, you sit outside mm-hmm. near a gazebo, <laughs> yeah. and you get Berry Princess to sing you a song about it's time for you to rest your sleepy mm-hmm. head. And then as everybody's falling asleep, as all of these berry girls are falling asleep with their berry kins next mm-hmm. to them, then you just like the delinquent princess mother you are are just like, hey, these are now your responsibility. You take care of them. I got to I'm gonna go be wild. (laughs) Like that first song that you sang and I'm gonna get out of here. And then she just bounces and leaves. And she's like, yeah. But she grants Strawberry Shortcake a boon. Yeah, she gives gives Strawberry Shortcake long hair. Yay! Is that a yay? Yeah, it's just like she wanted. 
She wanted her hair to you grow. You know what up. though? It reminds me of that creep ass doll from back in the day where her hair would grow. Oh, <laughs> uh, where you'd pull the arm and its hair would yep. uh she was like a mode. Did you ever have one of these? No, I don't There was a girl, oh, you'd pump the shit out of her arm and her hair would grow. Because she had like a no, like I... a rolling wheel inside of her skull just wrapped in doll hair. So gross. Fuck. I had a I have a doll that peed yep. in the little There's toilet. a doll that pees. Yep. My my neighbor had that. Yep. Terrifying. When I was potty trained, that's what I got. I got that. So that we could potty train together. Right. It was like a bonding moment. Right. But so <laughs> I find your assessment of the uh the campfire song, which there was no campfire, but it was sort of like the nighttime song. Interesting, because to me, that moment is really saying, like, you have all proved your responsibility by taking ownership over your actions sure. and going back after the berry cans and, and making poison. sure that yeah. and not licking poison and making sure that everything is restored back to normal. And Strawberry Shortcake is a capable motherfucking berry who got everything together. And then she wants to grow up to be the princess because it was clear the admiration in her eyes. She wants to be able to do that. And then they all get to take care of something bigger than themselves, which are the berrykins because they're the future of all the fruit in the fucking forest. Well, not the fruit, but just the, the scent essence. Scent and taste of the fruit. So it's the essence of the fruit in the yeah. forest. Not a shit is given to the health of these actual plants as long as they smell and taste good. Everything's fine at the end of the day. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not knocking at all. It was just, if it tastes good, it's probably fun. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know that the. Uh, I'm. I'm still. I'm really iffy on that. That whole assertion. I'm wondering, Mel. When did you like? What time of day did you watch this when you were a kid? Because I feel like that last sleepy song almost put me to sleep. And I was like, I would watch this before going to bed. And then I'd never know that Strawberry's hair grew long because I'd pass the f out before getting to it. I, I probably watched the show at all hours. All of hours. The day. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I had like a little. Um, TV in my room. Like yeah, a, same. I mean, no, like a smaller, maybe like a 12 screen, screen about as whatever. Yeah, yeah, a screen as big as an iPad. As big as a berrykin. Yep. As big as a berrykin, and uh, and I could put in tapes kind of whenever I wanted to if I was able to. Yeah. So I don't live my own. Quick life. question: How big yeah. are these strawberry shortcake and her ilk? Are they literally the size of those berries, or are the berries the size of small human children? Yeah. I think that the berries are the size of small human children. And I need to go to strawberry, strawberry land. That's ridiculous. These GMOs are getting out oh, of hand. They're not genetically modified. They're natural. <laughs> they're magic. They're natural magic. Yeah, they're sprinkled on by Oompa-loompas. No. <laughs> they're natural magic. It's natural. It's perfectly natural. So you're telling me... Hold on. So let me unpack mm-hmm. this for two seconds. So you're telling me that the berrykins are 100% natural. This, like, flavor scent dandruff that they're shaking out on everything mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's like you saying that bees pollinating are just like these insects with with pointy butts that are uh spraying their um their butt scent all over all of our food and uh making our ecosystem better a i have never said that B, I understand how bees work, so I don't think that I would go down there. Definitely butt body. powder. Kind of what, what you're, kind of what you're mm-hmm. saying. I don't think that that's true. That's kind of what you you're know saying. why? Because berrykins aren't real. Bees, bees are real. Uh, that's what you jury's think. Jury's out on that. We're not really sure here. This isn't a science podcast. Guys, what do I know? Every time you see a salt or pepper shaker, mm-hmm. look inside, see if you find a berrykin. No, but that's too small. Too small. Berrykins are the size of Is toddlers, it? apparently. Like Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Dave's got it yeah. right. Gross human. I want to go to Strawberry Land because I would eat all that fruit. 
Uh, second question. Who won the war between uh, the fruit people and the vegetable people? I think there's no war. I think they exist in peace. We never see probably. the vegetable people, though. It's always strawberry shortcake. It's never like Celery Pete. We never see what he's up to. No one gives a fuck about Celery well, I feel like yeah, that's going to lead to some animosity I mean, in the long run. But if we're, if we're looking at this in terms of like, you know, the, not the food pyramid anymore. It's like the plate, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Is that what it sure. is? And like understanding the things that are on the plate. Yeah, pile it as high as you can. Yeah. Pile it as high as that pyramid <laughs> used to go and you're good. Just you got a Thanksgiving day that plate <laughs> up, Son. That's right. Uh, but, you know, looking at all this, Dave's bringing up a really good point. We've got fruit. We've got vegetables. Mm -hmm. Why isn't there like a protein yeah, land? Why isn't there like meat, a Sean steak? Meat world. Oh, boy. <laughs> meat world. Where's Dairy Island? <laughs> well, they, they made that show. Oh my God! Could you imagine if there was if if Daryl Strawberry had made a guest appearance in Barryland? California raisins. New York Mets Dale Strawberry. I feel like the California raisins Darryl would have like Strawberry? freaked people out though, because they're all just like shriveled up old blind R and B dudes. I think that it would be actually a really good synergy because of the their affinity to just break out in song true, immediately. True. But they're like at the end of like their lives. Their wheelhouse. They're all dehydrated. But they could be like the elderberries in Strawberry mm -hmm. Land. There needs to be like there needs to be like a prune, prune dude. Oh, yeah. Cute. They're just like ooh, I heard it through the. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Ride. I'd watch that. I'd watch a second generation of Strawberry Shortcake. And Mango Slice. Oh my God! Are you cutting them up? Why are you slicing them? Yeah. What are you doing? Wait, is Mango no, Slice a former UFC the... fighter? <laughs> <laughs> exactly Amazing. but it's a, it's a it is manifestation in fairyland because you have dehydrated mangoes right like yeah i'm fine with just making them a ufc fighter mango voiced by kimbo slice um <laughs> but voiced by kimbo yeah, slice. yeah yeah there's so many possibilities here so you don't think there's a berry in a vegetable war yet uh, veggie tales mm. i guess is the closest thing we get to that um i don't know i kind of want that look dhx media if you're listening to this weird ass show Talk to us. We have ideas. They're good. They're going to expand your brand. You're going to love it. Veg D Vegetable H War. X. Also, <laughs> if, uh, if you want to put these on some greeting mm -hmm. cards, uh, let's DHX. Let's stand up yep. uh, some type of a, a greeting card section mm -hmm. of your company. Beep, 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 beep. Let's get it started, man. Let's make this happen. I have connections up. to the Greeting Card Association. Nice. Uh, I worked for them for four months. Did you work for their so. humorous juvenile department? <laughs> Uh, it was, it's an administrative oh, fair enough, fair enough. I really want to know that we've evolved back down this, this, this alley of thought is what would you, if you had a delinquent greeting card company, like what kind of delinquent greeting card occasions would you hand something out? I would buy a card with mango slice on it as a UFC fruit fighter. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it'd be something like really sorry that I threw a string of firecrackers at your pet. You're like, oof. Congrats like, on your parole. Too close to home. <laughs> yep. Yep. I had another so, question, but now I can't remember what it was. Mel, how would you reboot Strawberry Shortcake? Final question before we get into tonight's Love It, Hate It and some recommendations. I would probably do a two, like a, a next generation nice, of the berry, of like the strawberry friends and their berry kins. <laughs> And like the strawberry friends learning how to raise the berrykins to be like responsible, responsible. So people. kind of friendship is magic a little bit, passing of the torch, a, li a little generational stuff. Yeah, kind of like that. And also like the different challenges that like you face when you 
get older mm-hmm. and you learn about your body changing and stuff yep. but then also like as like having to be responsible for someone else other than yourself yep. and like like learning and curiosity and like really great music good educational songs more in the like science stuff so like being concerned about pollution so maybe a little like captain planet influence going on there cool more like chemistry stuff maybe I like it. Oh, it's it's so perfect that you were on our Captain Planet episode last week, and then there's all these callbacks to pollution. So weird. Very bizarre. Well-timed. I feel like they were really trying to get, in the 80s and 90s, people to think about the Earth a little bit. Hey, spoiler alert from the future, it didn't work. So, any other final thoughts from uh, Strawberry Shortcake before we get into this tonight's review from a third party? So, obviously, we have opinions uh, on the internet. You guys also have some opinions as well. So we've, uh, we've been able to find it for our segment that we have, Love It or Hate It. Uh, tonight, Melanie is going to read. And Dave, there actually really wasn't like a specific love it or hate it per right. se, but just simply sort of a, a review of the show. And so we've asked Melanie to share this with us. All right. This is the last of the original Strawberry Shortcake movies. Strawberry and her friends have a garden party in, quote, celebration of the most fragrantly delicious berries, end quote. But of course, the peculiar purple pie man of Porcupine Peak and sour grapes have a scheme brewing. This title marks the only appearance of Banana Twirl and the Berry Princess. Unfortunately, I think this is the worst of the old school Strawberry Shortcake movies. Why am I reading this? The only <clears> having said had. that, oh my God, having said that, I don't mean it's terrible. I'm sorry, what? Just in comparison to all the others, it's just not as good. The characters are out of their normal outfits and have different hairstyles. Yeah, better ones. Banana Twirl, who is a cute and fun new character, has no pet, which is unlike all the other characters. Also, Apple Dumplin's pet, Tea Time Turtle, is in the movie, but Apple Dumplin is nowhere to be seen. It does have a real cute song that Strawberry sings to all the pets. So yes, if you like Strawberry Shortcake, check the movie out. I believe that was a 7 out of 10 stars written by me. No, not really. I just didn't write down who it was. (laughs) There's a character called Tea Time Turtle. That's the little the turtle. turtle that the, the orange gets whacked yeah. on, and then the turtle pops his head out. He's like, yo, what He gets up? concussed by a giant orange. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they whisk him away to the fruit hospital. You don't remember that? They don't whisk him away to the fruit hospital. Well, they should have, because the boy's messed up. But this to was be honest, movie. this visual that we've painted is better than anything I could have ever imagined. Well, let's hop off of that and say, Mel, first of all, thank you for joining us again. As always. Yes, thank you. Do you You're do welcome. you recommend a strawberry shortcake? Uh, and if not, does it get the dip, meaning it's erased from all existence? I absolutely recommend strawberry shortcake. And when I have a child, they will watch this movie with me and love it just as much as I do. Uh, I might go surf on eBay for some toys. Banana. I like I'm feeling like I need the toys banana again. I'll get does it hold scent babe. after thirty years? We'll find out. Yes, more. <laughs> later after the ebay purchase (laughs) sean what about you buddy i'm having a hard time Mm -hmm. with this because i'm really on the fence uh i'm obviously not the demographic for this and i reckon and i recognize that wholeheartedly uh i i didn't find didn't find the story super appealing i didn't find a lot of the the actions and the things that happened in the story very appealing it's very challenging because obviously a couple weeks ago we talked about My Little Pony and I felt that My Little Pony 
had sort of a better, very competent story structure by comparison, and this show had an extra ten minutes. So that's the cha- That's obviously the challenge for this. Is that this is not market. This is not marketed towards let's me. Let's start with this. Are you going to give it the dip? I'm not giving it. Okay, the dip. so we're good on that count. It's it's definitely not giving the dip, especially because I feel like this is such a classic, like really really classic cartoon. Uh, you know that a lot of people a lot of people knew about. I know about Strawberry Shortcake, and obviously this isn't marketed towards me in any way, shape, or form. But I'm super familiar with it because of the fact that it's been able to exist for so long in our zeitgeist. Guys, they've made sexy Halloween costumes for some reason out of this. There's no reason they shouldn't have done that, but they did it anyway. I, I it's it's really hard. I'm, I'm I love I'm, those filibuster, I'm, by the way. <laughs> I know I'm really I'm really delaying. Do you want to pause for a second say, and hear what I have to say? Because I don't know what I'm going to say yet. No, I mean you know what? I I will say I recommend this simply because of its its nostalgia and its impact in terms of uh, cartoons during this time, and the fact that this is something that is still relevant. It's still continually rebooted, which means that. There's, there's a purpose for this. There's a reason that this exists, as Melanie has made clear, to be able to, to talk to and communicate certain things to young women of that age. And I think that that's important. Uh, whether or not I feel that the message really kind of hits home with some of the songs that we heard tonight, absolutely not. So my hope is that reboots will kind of work with that. But then, again, at the 80s, we were all still very, very young, and they were trying to figure things out. So that's, that's my final thought. I recommend the show. I'm glad you kind of closed with that, because that's kind of what I was coming around to. If I'm going to recommend this, it's going to be a very like weak recommendation on the, on the order of, like if you have never seen it, you owe it to yourself to check it out, see what it's about, see if you like it, see if you want your kids to watch it, or if you want to watch more of it, whatever. See if you want to join us as Berry Bros or Cake Bros, whichever side of that you fall on. Uh, we're, all, we're all bros here. It's fine. Um, but the thing that makes me recommend it versus not is the fact that like, there's some stuff that I didn't, I didn't quite pick up really because I didn't have that mindset, but having Mel on the show and have her kind of talk to us and explain kind of how she received it when she was a kid and the fact that she like still remembers it today and still enjoys watching it. That's enough for me to recommend it. So I would say seek, you know, seek the rest of them out. I'm interested to see what they've done with these reboots over the years. The fact that it's been around for almost 40 years is a pretty big deal. I'm assuming DHX Media uh, is going to hype it up in 2019 when they get that all set up because that's their, oh their 40th God. anniversary. DHX! Yeah. Sounds too much like DMX. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why we, well, I was going why we do that. Yeah. So it's a weak I, recommendation, but it's a recommendation. It's a testament that if you remember the show as a kid and you're like, I wonder if it still stands up and you really loved it, you're going to watch it and you're still going to love it. Like I was excited after I was done watching this. And that's, I mean, even though like, what was that like? Oh my God. Yeah, it's a hundred and some odd episodes. I'm still waiting (laughs) to know what that's like. I just want to be clear. I don't, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to start a fight right now, (laughs) but the music on my little pony, at least the episode that I watched with you, Sean, the ghost episode or whatever, that, that shit sucked. This was much Go back and that. listen to my French hunchback rendition of the theme song from our extras last week, and you'll be fine. Two or three weeks ago. It's pretty good. I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. So let's go round robin. Mel, thank you once again. Is there, uh, where can the folks find you on social media, and is there anything you have coming up in the next couple of weeks you'd like to share with our listeners out there? 
You can find me on the social medias at Melanie Quinn, G-W-Y-N-N-E, on the Twitters and with an underscore in between on the Instagrams. Um, next couple weeks, we're going to be in August Ooh. soon. Um, I don't know when this is dropping. Sometime in that range. Uh, I am casting soon for a secret project for Washington Improv Theater fairly soon that I'll be directing and looking for collaborators. So if you're interested at all, you should, and you're listening to this episode and you're like, I live in the DMV and I'd love to check this out, uh, feel free to go to witbc.org, which I'm sure Sean is also going to push for different reasons. Uh, So that's me. What about you, Sean? Guys, as always, I perform live improv comedy in Washington, D.C. with a group that is called Knox. That's N-O-X exclamation point. You can check out times, shows, and buy tickets at witdc.org. And I'm always on Instagram and Twitter at Sean Paul Ellis. Dave, what are you up to? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Claw MD. You can also find me on Collider.com, Nerdist.com, and DaveTrumbor.com. If you're interested in finding out more about this show, please check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Saturday Morning Cartoons. Remember, that's morning with a U. You can also check us out on SaturdayMorningCartoons.com. Head on over to Twitter at MorningTunes. Take a look at Sean's handiwork on our Instagram page. Keep the conversation going on Facebook and listen to our free audio podcast each and every week through YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And as always, feel free to drop us a line, SaturdayMorningCartoons at gmail.com. We got more tunes coming up next week. If you really want to know what we've got planned for the weeks to come, you're going to have to check out our Patreon page uh, because that's where we post all of our upcoming news and events and all kinds of fun news uh, through our newsletter that these guys help put together. So once again, to our patrons out there, thank you so much for your continued support. It really helps us to bring you the show each and every week. Anything else from you guys? Final thoughts? Signs off? What's your berry names real quick? Melberry Shortcake. Shortcake. I like it. What do you got, Sean? Uh, I think it was, what was it? It was a uh, Sean Plum yeah, Elderberry. Sean had like three or four of them. Uh, yeah. This is the Kiwi Kid signing off. Thank you for listening to Saturday Morning Cartoons. We will see you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening to Saturday Morning Cartoons. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to transform and roll out.